And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords with Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Lena. Happy New Year. Happy... I see the Christmas decorations are down. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why I had so much space in the studio. I was like, oh, I can you actually... You didn't notice? No, no. <laughs> you, you know, you like to say devils in the details. I'm not really good with details first thing in the morning. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. it's less green. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have me decorate with different kind of greens? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Adam, and Happy New Year to you, too. It's funny because we had one day off, and this, this doesn't feel like riding a bike. I'm like stumbling through my sentences, so <laughs> give me time to readjust. <laughs> well, it's quite rare to have a day off, so, you know, even that one day could seem a bit of a, a long rest. Or but just the amount of food that I ate makes me like ah. slur sentences either yeah, way. That, that could also be it, yeah. So our producer <laughs> says, yeah, we were here. We broadcasted. I think it was really obvious it was pre-recorded. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, we're going to jump yeah. into our keyword news portion of the day as always and clarify some of these headlines for our listeners, starting with the president's speech, our first keyword of the day. New Year's speech. So President Yoon has doubled down on his policy pledges in New Year's speech, namely uh, highlighting some of the major reform plans, labor, pension, education. Uh, as we said throughout last year, nobody likes the R word, not recession. We don't like that either, but reform. So what did the president have to say? Yeah, that's quite a controversial and contentious kind of word, uh, reform, but uh, he has been uh, calling out uh, reforms uh, in, in three major areas for pretty much the whole of last year. And uh, it's one of his main kind of policy goals. And he vowed to dismantle what he called cartels invested in their own selfish interests and ideologies. And he said that step was needed before any reform could take place. He expressed his, t uh, his determination to expand the freedom and welfare of the people and to ensure a fair society. He also announced plans to increase urban housing supply so that people don't have to move to the outskirts. It's been kind of a trend uh, lately where just house prices in Seoul are just getting too expensive. So you get a lot more people, especially families, kind of moving um, to the outskirts where it's not too far from the capital, but not as expensive. Now, he said the government would accelerate redevelopment and re uh, reconstruction projects and ex uh, expand the supply of small houses suitable for one to two person households. That's also another demographic that's been increasing uh, in Korea. Yoon again emphasized uh, the three major reforms in labor, education and pension. Regarding labor reform, he placed to support growth and job creation. On education reform, he mentioned nurturing talents to lead the future and enhancing the competitiveness of future generations, promising world-class education and care. Concerning pension reform, he noted that it's now up to national consensus and parliamentary decisions, um, with the government actively participating in the public discussion process to reach a national agreement. Now, the pension reform is probably the most controversial and contentious out of um, the three, and I think the government is kind of acknowledging that. So they're giving a little bit more time in terms of how they go about uh, pension reform, uh, not to say that it's not taking time with the others. Uh, in terms of low birth rate solutions, he stressed the importance of reducing unnecessary competition in society and reiterated his commitment to balanced regional development policies. On the security uh, front, you outlined plans to complete an enhanced Korea-US extended terrorist by the first half of this year to block mm -hmm. North Korea's threats. 
He also stressed the need for further three-way cooperation involving Japan. Uh, and he officially started the schedule of the year by visiting the Seoul National Cemetery, as do a lot of politicians uh, mm-hmm. every year uh, um, when it comes to this time uh, of the year. So it's not he was flanked by the Prime Minister uh, and other high-ranking officials as well. Mm. As for pension, I haven't seen a single policy that breaks out of this whole pay more, receive later, and receive less plan. Um, it's it's hard mm. to come up with anything original outside of that framework, but with that important election coming up and a lot at stakes for both parties, frankly, we'll see if oh. there is anything interesting or out of the box that comes up. There certainly will be. I mean, there's going to be a lot of words coming out before words. the election. Words, okay. <laughs> Whether they'll be acted upon uh, uh. is another thing. But uh, of course, we'll have to see uh, what direction they do take with right. these kind of reform plans, especially with uh, what the People Power Party say, because they are aligned with President Yoon, especially with the new leadership as well. So, mm. yeah, it will be uh, interesting to see uh, how it plays out. Now, speaking of which, uh, President Yoon enters his third year in office, and it would do him great pleasure if if his party could have majority, for example, National Assembly, and maybe help railroad some of the PPP's plans. But we'll have to wait and see. A lot is up in the air leading up to the April general elections, our second keyword of the day. Campaigning. So there are 100 days left until the April general elections. It is expected to be a close and heated battle between rival parties, both of which have started to accelerate their campaigns. What's the latest, Adam? Yeah, so they're not actually officially kind of on the streets in their, you know, big trucks with the uh, LCD screens. Uh, Are we doing that? that (laughs) It's not quite at that level yet. That'll come soon, but... They're certainly kind of um, exchanging kind of a war of words, if you will, uh, more so, and uh, more public appearances and public activities. So they are kind of on the road, but uh, not as extravagant uh, yet. But uh, the political arena was buzzing with activity from New Year's Day. Nonetheless, uh, the People Power Party's Emergency Committee Chairman Han Dong-un, newly appointed recently, and committee members uh, began their first official schedule of the year by visiting the National Seoul Uh, Seoul National Cemetery. This was their first official external activity since the committee's official launch uh, on December 29th. Now, later, the party leaders attended a New Year's greeting event at the party's headquarters in Yoido, expressing their determination to win the election. Uh, Han mentioned his plan to participate in New Year events across various regions, including Tejan, Tegu and Gwangju, as well as to uh, visit the May 18th National Cemetery. Uh, the Democratic Party's leadership, including Chief Yi Zemyang, also held a New Year's greeting event. He emphasized that power should only be exercised for the citizens as it originates from them. He expressed his expectations for the year of the Blue Dragon to overcome the crises in peace, economy and democracy. Uh, he later visited the Seoul National Cemetery and the graves of former presidents Kim Dae-jung and Noor Moo-hyun. Um, interestingly, Han and E actually ran into each other while visiting Kim Dae-jung's grave. Uh, it was a bit awkward, but they still exchanged New Year's greetings. Uh, mm. Nonetheless, it was cordial, but uh, you can kind of sense the tension between them. Mm. Um, now, amidst these activities, the political landscape is experiencing shifts with movements towards the formation of new parties. Uh, we've touched upon this um, uh, last year, uh, now particularly led by former leaders representing factions opposed to President Yoon, uh, 
uh, and E, respective of whether they're in the PPP or DP. Uh, the former PPP leader, Idris Sa, preparing for a new party formation after his resignation, uh, started his New Year's schedule with a, with a visit to the cemetery. Uh, the former DP leader, Inagian, is also expected to announce the formation of a new party soon. Um, as well, there's been some uh, in-party fighting and some problems within the DP um, regarding that issue. Uh, Inagyan held a New Year's meeting with his supporters in Koyang, reiterating his intent to offer the public a new choice and hope. So stronger hinting at the fact that he wants to create this party. Um, now, experts see the changing political landscape as creating uh, a more unpredictable uh, April election. So uh, a lot of watchers are saying that it's going to be a lot closer than many expect. Now, recent public surveys uh, also show that no one currently holds a kind of ah. comfortable lead. But it is still very early days. We right. are only in January at the moment. Uh, and it is 100 days and a lot can happen uh, in 100 days. Um, so... We'll have to see. So we'll uh, see even more interesting kind of popcorn moments between mm -hmm. the rival parties. And uh, yeah, certainly we having those uh, our eyes on it and we'll be reporting on it uh, a lot as well. I'm sure both of the leading parties don't feel comfortable with me saying this. But I mean, frankly, as someone uh, who has to vote, uh, well, I think uh, more representation is not such a bad thing after all. Right. So the thing in Korea is that a lot of parties are encouraging the public to vote, but the public are kind of, especially when it comes to political parties, to say, well, give us a better choice. <laughs> <You> know, so, <laughs> so with the formation or possible formation of these two new parties, right. then uh, we'll have to see that's four parties running against each other for the April election, something that's quite rare in Korea. So mm. we'll have to see how it plays out and how the public perceives it, mm. more importantly, as well. I feel like that's a common thread in political circles across any developed countries today. Not enough people to vote for, but we'll wait and see. Yeah. We'll wait and see how this <laughs> becomes a game changer. Let's move on mm -hmm. to our third keyword of the day. Earthquake. So a powerful earthquake struck central Japan on New Year's Day, causing extensive damage, triggering tsunami alerts in Korea. Four casualties have been reported, with also aftershocks in the warnings. What's the latest, Adam? Yeah, quite unfortunate timing uh, for an earthquake. Now, the 7.6 magnitude quake has prompted orders for residents to evacuate affected coastal areas of Japan. The tremors could apparently be felt as far as Tokyo. Uh, the earthquake struck at 4.10 p.m. at local time at a depth of 10 kilometers in the Noto Peninsula of Ishikawa Prefecture. Four people are confirmed to have been killed so far. An unknown number of people are trapped beneath the rubble of collapsed buildings in several towns. So there are fears the death toll could rise. There's about 30 uh, odd injuries. Uh, um, about 60 tremors or aftershocks have been recorded following the initial uh, quake. Now, following the quake, railway services and flights were suspended. Road closures due to landslides and damages were also reported um, as well. Uh, those flights were suspended, sorry. And uh, approximately 32,500 households in the prefecture experienced power outages. Uh, evacuation orders were issued for nearly 97,000 residents across nine prefectures. Now, the full extent of the damage is still being assessed, uh, and authorities are saying that um, it could be fully uh, assessed or to somewhat assessed uh, by this morning. Now, the Japanese government set up an emergency response center in the wake of the earthquake. Prime Minister Fumio Kishida directed all efforts towards uh, rescue operations and emergency disaster measures. 
Uh, as of now, no abnormalities have been reported at nuclear uh, facilities. So considering the scale and magnitude of the earthquake, the uh, death toll and the um, concerns over nuclear facility damage mm. is quite low at the moment, but that is still uh, only a day has passed uh, since it uh, happened. So we'll see. Uh, Korea also reported small tsunamis in parts of the east. Yeah, sort of a ripple effect. Were there anything to be concerned about locally? Well, not really. I mean, the Korea Meteorological Administration said there were minor uh, tsunamis. A wave off the coast of Gangneung reached uh, 20 centimetres. A wave off uh, Tongye was uh, measured uh, at 45 centimetres. There was also a wave that reached 67 uh, centimeters, uh, but the KMA said that even waves at 20 to 30 centimeters can still cause um, damage. And it noted that the height of a tsunami could jump to a more dangerous level depending on the ebb and flow of the tide uh, as well. And of course, aftershocks are still happening in Japan. Uh, sometimes there's aftershocks that are larger in magnitude than the original quakes, uh, sometimes. Uh, so we'll have to see if that affects any tsunamis. And uh, it added that tsunamis may affect Kawan province for more than 24 hours as well. Uh, Kamwon sent tsunami warnings via text messages to residents in six cities and counties by the ocean, urging people to uh, evacuate to higher grounds. Uh, fortunately, no casualties or significant property damage have been uh, reported thus far. All right, let's move on to our fourth keyword of the day. Show of force. So on New Year's Day, the South Korean military demonstrated its determination to retaliate against North Korean provocations by firing its artillery f- uh, fiercely in Gangwon-do province. Tell us the details. Yeah, so the, uh, uh, the army reported that approximately 330 soldiers conducted live fire exercises at an artillery firing range in central uh, Gangwon province. They fired 150 rounds to showcase the firepower uh, response capability of the South Korean military. The Pekol Artillery Brigade, uh, who carried out the exercise, is known for uh, what's known as the 3.7 complete operation, uh, which uh, in which they immediately concentrated artillery fire on the original point of an enemy provocation, as well as destroyed a North Korean guard post as well. That was in response to a North Korea surprise attack on South Korean soldiers working on the military demarcation line within the DMZ. Now, uh, the latest training exercise simulated a scenario where the enemy, enemy uh, initiated a fire attack first. Um, now, this comes as the North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un, is also stepping up his offensive against the South. Uh, he was wrapping up a party meeting, ordering uh, uh, his military to thoroughly annihilate, in his words, the US and South Korea if provoked. And he ordered his military troops as well to draw up plans for nuclear strikes on South Korea as well, uh, saying a war could break out any time. And he also pledged uh, to build three new spy satellites as well. So um, hinting at more provocations mm-hmm. for the new year. All right. Uh, could the Gaza Strip be entering a new phase of the conflict? Onto our final keyword of the day. Tactics shift. So the Israeli military is set to pull tanks out of some Gaza City districts as part of plans to maybe shift tactics and cut back on troop numbers. What's the latest, Adam? Yeah, so this is the first significant pullback of troops since the war began uh, in October. Uh, this comes as Israel has come under increasing pressure, actually, from the U.S. to move to a more low-intensity war that has fewer civilian casualties. Uh, but fighting has raged on elsewhere in the uh, Palestinian enclave, along with intense bombardments. Israel is also maintaining its level of forces in the southern areas. Now, Israel did signal a new phase in its offensive when an official saying the military would draw down forces inside Gaza 
Gaza this month and shift to a months-long phase of more localized, uh, quote-unquote, mopping up operations. Now, uh, in a statement, the military said that five brigades and several thousand troops were being taken out of the enclave uh, for training and rest. Um, uh, but there are some watchers who say that the pullback in troops is because there has been a recent decrease in uh, Hamas uh, rocket attacks as well. So um, they're pulling troops from areas in the Gaza Strip, but they're also intensifying firing uh, uh, in other areas, especially in the southern areas as well. So. Um, there are watchers saying that uh, it doesn't really mean much, so we should mm. be taking this with a bit of grain of salt. All right. Thank you very much, Adam. Uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. Happy New Year. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.